0: I'm Saudi, and I'm hot as fuck. I I don't have a pre-bit. I don't have a bit for this week. It's global warming is just global warming is the
1: global warming is the bit. Yeah, climate change. It's
0: yeah. Um, it's it's been hot. It's been gross in in all parts of the world. Uh, London's just boiling right now. You know. Um. So yeah, this is uh. I'm I'm also a Christian. This is episode 185 of Shades of Brown. Where we're really this week we're, we're we're Unfortunately, not going to be talking about how Google Duo is now Google Meet and Meet is now Meet the old Meet and Google Duo exists in Google Meet with Meet functionality.
1: <laughs> no, we're not. It's too hot for that, bro. It's too okay. Look, it's too hot to talk about chat apps. Like it's legitimately too. It's it's the summer. We can't talk about no the... heated
0: topics this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about chat apps in the summer. Like that's just like not not gonna work. Um. So the speaking of like summer things. Uh we have a new uh this is a culture episode honestly. Uh so we're going to talk about Beyoncé's new album uh Renaissance uh which uh I'm just going to say it, like straight up it's really fucking good. Like it's it's just a really good album. Like I like it's uh, before we get into the details of the album and the singles and and, and the the music like uh, it's just a really good album just straight up. So just I'm going to let you speak i know you have some thoughts about about the album uh for sure it's it's really a more of more of an album for you than me specifically but so that's why i'm gonna let you go first uh
0: yeah so no beyonce's new album dropped uh earlier in the week and it is i would say it's an there are some albums that you don't listen to of earbuds and i don't mean this in am like uh in like a you know audiophile oh my bits need to be pure <laughs> sort of you know bullshit way like yeah. no, no no not like that but like this is an album that I think I first listened to it with the AirPods Max. And it sounded great, right? You know, I was enjoying the mixing of it. And then about, like, two days ago when I was, like, cleaning my house, I'm like, you know, I should put this on with the HomePods. You know, the the two OG HomePods, which, once again, like Windows Phone 7, are things that no one should have bought. But if you did buy, you know, your 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 family. And so I'm playing it on it and, like, yo, this is an album meant to be played in in speakers just blasting you in the face, right? Like, it is mixed for speakers. It is mixed for... It it is mixed for sort of a not a bassy sound, but I think for a, a a club sound, right? Like a full sound, yeah, a full sound,
1: like a like a full room, a full room sound. And I think the the, the this this I mean, as you mentioned, when I first listened to this album when it came out on that Friday. I was just like, yeah, this is fine, but I'm just like not really feeling. And then you mentioned that this is really an album for the clubs, right? Like, this is not an album meant to be meant to be played on my Sennheisers at home, sitting at my desk. Like, it still sounds good on those. Like, it's not like it sounds. Well,
0: you, no, no, I would say you that actually is the best version of it with headphones because those are open back, right? I would actually say, oh, no, 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 they're not. They're not open back. They're not. But they, that, I have the these are the
1: studio HD three hundreds. Uh, they're meant for studio recording stuff so they're the closed back they're closed back these are not the hd 600s that are open back right
0: so uh well if you did have open back headphones i feel like with headphones that's the best chance right if you did
1: i this this is absolutely it's either that or if you have a speaker system like if you have like a home theater speaker system with multiple speakers and a subwoofer uh like stuff like that and yeah this album like from start, like most of the tracks, like 99% of the tracks on here are really meant to be like meant to have like a DJ, like mixing it in a club, right? Like doing scratches on it right. and, and like have it be played out of a club's speaker system and not really meant to be. No, it's a part, it's like a party album, like in, in, in sort of the club party sense Uh and not, not really in the listening to it on your closed back headphones uh, kind of album. Like it still sounds like earbuds are your <laughs> earbuds. It's still, I mean, to to its credit, it still sounds like it's the production quality wise all over the album. It's incredible. It sounds even like you can tell this is like a masterfully produced like album all the way through. Like it's it sounds real good, but it's really meant for for a certain setting. And it's it's not it's not me listening to it at my desk. Um, I would say going like after you said it was a club album, I really started to listen to it like really close, and I just like fell in love with the album, and I think the track like the track cozy is probably one of my favorites like the, the second track cozy it's just like such nice vibes and it just sounds like so good it has honey dear john on it um it just it just has such a good energy on it. like i know you one of your favorite tracks virgo's
0: groove virgo's groove is a very wet song it, <laughs> it is, it is, it way is very possible. Wet. it's possible that is a that is that is a especially the falsetto one at the fucking end right like it it I would say a good testament of all of all really great electronic music, because my my hottest take I can give is that all of this like electro swing, dub, web stuff, I don't think any of it's good, right? Like maybe it's just me who spent too much time in like queer IRC rooms as a kid, where everyone was just playing the Future Sound of London, but like you know, like dubstep, all of those newer newer sounds, I'm I've never been a fan of them.
1: Okay, so, I mean, I wrote a post about, like, I wrote, like, a whole thing about like, sort of, when the lead single from this album came out, uh, the track called uh, Break My Soul, right? The lead single. When that dropped, like, everybody was losing their mind because, first of all, I mean, it's a Beyonce track, but also there has been this trend in pop music right now with house style production, right? The house the big house music, like, whether it's deep house, whether it's, like, more club oriented house right like all kinds of house no- like uh, music musical styles are popular in popular music right so that's like a, that's like the new hotness of the of like the summer i guess um and the first like foray one of the big forays into pop music's like house style was Drake right Drake earlier like last month with his terrible album, honestly never mind. Uh, um, that was like more like deep house oriented. It had like black coffee produ- producing tracks on it. Like black coffee is, is
0: decided. I mean, no, no. Well, Drake's album, it really was. It was like drugstore, you know, house music. it's like the kind of house music you play when you when you need to, like, go into a drugstore. Right. You're going to get your Tim Hortons. They got that bumping in the background on the weak ass speakers. Yep
1: it's it's or it's like some people said it, it's playing at the gap gap store in the mall, you know, like that kind of music. Right. It's it's mall music. It's mall store, like mall store music. Right. Uh, it's very like
0: kind of very boring deep
1: house like deep house it's i'm not saying deep house as a genre is boring by the way that's that's, i actually like deep
0: house no but the thing with electronic music is that it's very it is very easy to make it not sound good like um you know anything ever produced by the chain smokers for example
1: (laughs) yeah that's true that's fair yeah chain smokers is very uh generic like the word i would use is generic uh it sounds very boring it's not particularly doing anything particularly revolutionary or exciting um and it, it doesn't even sound that, all that
0: But the thing Beyonce though right does is that she takes like uh for example the, the 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 backbeat on on break my soul that the uh do 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 sort of like the three line that repeats throughout the entire song that is such a generic house like electronic sample but it works so well because of how it's put into that yep, track yep yep and it is um
1: it is like it is heavily, so by the way, this is some history here. This is Break My Soul is like, is, is a love, love note to, to the history of house music. So like the, the sample on, uh, on, on Break My Soul is Robin S's 1990 dance hit, Show Me Love, uh, which is like, it's a house classic, basically. Uh, and it's like sampling it, but not directly, actually. Like it's like sampling the, it's, it sounds slightly different. There is like a switched on pop episode, which goes into details of how it's not actually a sample, but Beyonce credited the artist on of Show Me Love anyway.
0: It's like an interpolation of it, right? It's
1: interpolation. It's, it's a little bit different than the, it's not the exact like sound of, of Show Me Love, but it is very close.
0: So it, it like,
1: it is, it is definitely playing, paying pay homage to like a very like classic like house track from the 90s and also also a modern legend. Big Fredia, right? Big Fredia is not this isn't the first time. This is not the first time Big Fredia's
0: formulation had, off of Lemonade. Formation. On, yeah, formation on on Lemonade
1: was 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 the first time I think uh Beyonce had uh, Big Fredia's uh on on a track. And this this one, uh Big Freedia, for those who don't know, is is the queen of uh bounce me- music, right? That's what it's called. From New Orleans. Uh, so this track is uh, Break My Soul is sampling a 2014 uh, track called Explode and it's, it's just really good like it's like this, when the song when the Break My Soul starts like already you're, you're gonna be hyped like it's just straight up
0: like no, well even then because you, you get the end of energy right yep, energy. she does yes, the, yes, yes, she does the yes, thing throughout the entire album yes, in that yes. this is like all good house mixes everything moves into each yes, other right the there are some hard stops but they all just go into one another Like the
1: transitions on this album, like going from, uh, energy, which is, which is a fantastic track to going, like the transition from energy to break my soul to church girl to past, like it's just like the transitions on this album are also like one making a really good album, right? Um, church girl, I should, I should say is, is, is probably one of my other favorites on this album. Just church girl is just a twerk anthem, but it sounds like a gospel track in some ways right like some of it sounds like a gospel track right it's just the, like the weird juxtaposition of um, the yeah.
0: what has no id doing mixing yeah, on no it, ID. Right? so that's why it has a hip-hop sound yeah it
1: has a hip-hop sound um and the chorus on that song is just such a such so good it's, i i just love love that song so much um so can we talk about uh Virgo's groove I know you said it's like a very horny but why do you I know you said this is one of the best tracks you've heard in a long time so like other than like it being very horny like what is it about
0: Virgo's groove that that you really like compositionally it's it's obviously a groovy track as the name implies but it, it like it goes from a sweet chorus to a verse to a bridge then another bridge, then it just has like this run at the end, right? Like I don't, I sorry, music nerds, I don't have the terminology for what that's called. But it just, but, but like, well, no, Blake, there's like a specific term for like that kind of like bridge on top of bridge, right? As it goes into the outro that run, but from like the, the last two minutes that's on that specific section, right? That just it just fucking goes, right? Which is just fantastic. It is so groovy. It is vocally mixed perfectly the falsetto run you have with the synth groove going on in the background it is just like this super lush instrumentation and it it, it, there's sometimes a thing where like these can go on for too long right like there's something like there's like dead mouse does this all the time dead mouse has um too many songs where things repeat too much or specific melodies go on for too long right
1: yeah, it's it's like it's like they are those songs are really not meant to be listened to all the way through. They're like the extended cuts, right? Like they're like longest, as...
0: right? But this is just like the perfect two minute section of those melodies. You don't feel like it's too short. It it just goes perfectly, and it is it is just such a bouncy and and just a fun track.
1: Yeah, it's it's it is it is a good track. I another one that I really like is all up in your mind uh it's just it's just such a it's it, it has that
0: that's such a risk for beyonce to take too right because like that kind of that like industrial kind of hip house beat with with that not, vocal mixing right it's, it's it's hyper pop it has um it has aj
1: cook ag and not aj AG, aj
0: cook who did uh, some stuff off the, the latest utah album i remember yes AG but, Cook um, and blood pop but there's some there's some things though, right, where like that the the vocal effect you need to do to get like that that sort of watery, like auto-tuned, but still human sounding voice is you go a little too far, you got Hatsune Miku. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, the, to anyone who likes Hatsune yeah, Miku. But it's, it's but it's, yeah, you you it, it sounds grating when you do when real people's voices sound like that. And then you go a little too weak and you got Playboy Cardi, right? Like it's just it is hard to get that middle ground. It's it's really hard.
1: And Beyonce is really like, Beyoncé, to her credit, like, she really nails it. Like, I never thought Beyoncé would be... Like, her voice is very um... Like, I don't mean this in an insulting way. Her voice is very, like, R&B soul-ish, right? Like, it's it's that sort of voice. It's not, like, the electronic, like, sort of sound
0: right but they, she killed it though there are some tracks i think that are weak but none of them because of the vocal performances right there is not a vocal performance i can say is is mid on this album like uh what what's this one track let me pull up the where do i got the track like that like for example heated eh, yeah fake, yeah it's eh, like fake, yeah, i mean it, i think really... fake, the beat of it it's a little too mid after a while but it's not the vocal performance
1: yeah yeah it's not the vocal he did his like he did his like uh, afrobeat inspired song right like it's just like the
0: afrobeat stuff move is fantastic um I don't know Thames Thames had a track of Brent Phiz a while back Thames you should really check out Grace Jones of course is a legend, but um, I do love. I love the uh, the jump, maybe a little bit further. I love the outro of Honey on Pure Honey. Oh yeah! Like yeah. I know some people don't like how it switches up, but I just no, love no, no, the fact no, no. where it this, goes like it, from it, is, it just bounces and it just goes into go- like this dis- okay, disco so this, style groove. Uh,
1: Pure slash Honey is like um, it's a it's a runway track, like a fashion runway track. You know what I'm saying? It's like a Vogue, like it's like it's very it's very much leaning into that sort of music right like it's got the it's got the mike dean it's got the blood pop like it's got ridiculous production on it like it's production credits on the, on this album everywhere a lot of mike dean drums right uh blood pop is blood pop is producer for uh lady gaga i believe which which does not surprise me um yeah so like overall i would say as an album um This is supposed to be like a three part, like a part one of a three part series of albums. By the way, like this is act one. Supposedly, supposedly there's like three acts. Um, so I don't even know what we're gonna get from from her. I don't know if it's gonna come out this year or not. But I hope it gets more Beyoncé music. It's it's been
0: a minute. I mean, the the album we got is good, right? You know, like even the week songs are still pretty good. And I think lastly, I, I feel like we just have to mention the end of Summer Renaissance. Like, once it goes into, like, that little, like, guitar lick at the end of it, ooh, it is so good. That last, like, minute or so of the album, just fucking chef's kiss, fantastic.
1: And then she ends it with a round of applause, like, a legitimately a sound round of applause. Uh, It is, I think the last time I was really impressed by, like, a Beyonce album was... Oh, lemonade, right? lemonade. Lemonade, right? So lemonade. But that's, that's the last
0: like actual consumer album. Because the last time she put out an album, or not consumer album, but like last actual album that was her alone. P she did put out the uh, the Carters with Jay-Z. Yes, the but, Carters. Um,
1: and Homecoming, right? We, we forgot about Homecoming.
0: Oh, Homecoming was fantastic. Homecoming but is that, that's really, a live album, right? That's a live but, yeah, album. Was, it's a
1: different vibe. But I really, really like Homecoming, and I really, really like. I mean, Lemonade is one of like one of my favorite albums of all time. Basically, I think it's just like a good album, straight like from top to bottom, like all the way. Um, so it's like I I didn't know going into this like what to expect uh, from Beyonce, like no. So I'm I'm just super happy that I mean I'm happy as someone who does enjoy electronic music, right? Like electronic music is i mean as you mentioned at the very beginning of this gr- like growing up on RSC with people who listen to the yeah, twin and and future sounds of london and whoop and like boards of canada right like all those like very so some of those are like very niche like sort of ambient electronic artists.
0: like a lot of those so- sounds have been lost right because nowadays like what what do you think of electronic music skrillex or even i mean skrillex actually is producing it so i skrillex does have range i should say skrillex wow a lot of the stuff he's known for is like dubstep and that man's got range but but when people think of electronic music nowadays it's like what the kind of like hyper pop super harsh shit you get out of like hollow live right yeah so, a hyper-pop so you know what i mean with like, this, like this this char- ain't a cali mori song this
1: this ain't a cali mori <laughs> song but it's it's more akin to like charlie X's latest album
0: right like you know if,
1: i don't know if you Let's look to Charlie XX later album. No, Charlie XX is fine. Yeah, r- the Vroom Rum VP
0: still all time one of the greats R.I.P. R.
1: Sophie. <laughs> r- yeah, R.I.P. to Sophie, man. It's I feel like if Sophie if Sophie was alive,
0: she would have been, been on the Sophie would have been on the Beyonce album. This would've, for she would've sure. been for
1: sure should have been on this album. Like I, I don't even that, that was just one of those what ifs. But yeah, like AJ Cook is, you know, on this, so like sort of Beyonce is both looking back on the past, right? Looking back on like the history of house and like history of dance and club music, but also looking forward, right? Looking forward at the future of what, what is, what is called like hyper pop, right? With, with the style of like Charlie XCX and like sort of, sort of the more abrasive kinds of pop music, right? And she like, so it's like Beyonce, if anything, is a very genre proof. Like she's not, stuck to one genre. Like she's, she keeps moving. Like, she's from, from one genre to the next and she keeps doing all of this. Like, she's doing all of this production, all of this expensive production, all of this, like, different styles, Afrobeat, lad, dance, club.
0: Like, it's just, like, all... Of- we can tell it's like it's a deep study of the musical genre, right? Like this is, I think, to to wrap this up, we can compare this to the Drake album, where Drake was just like, "I'm gonna say some things on the house beat," like that's literally what Drake was doing. And it's like, bro, you're from you're from Toronto, you you, you you are hiding a child. What are you doing? Why are you talking like that? Oh my god! But. Yeah, but it's like that right where I was. Beyonce it was like, "No, I'm gonna pull in like some. Of, I'm gonna sample of the classics. I'm gonna pull in great producers and 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 work to make a, co- a coherent and and holistic thought." That's that's
1: that's the thing, right? Like, I, like the, my biggest criticism of Drake's album is not even that he, not even that he's like going into a genre he's not good at. It's more that he didn't put any effort into. It. Like, you are Drake. How do you not have the best producers? Like, you know, Black Coffee is on on Drake's album but that is definitely not some of Black Coffee's best work like if you're gonna listen to Black Coffee go listen to his go listen to his album like from 2021 subconsciously like that that is the like if you want Deep House that is not Drake like go listen to that but like Beyonce's like I think real sort of talent I would say is getting all these very good producers and, like, the artistic direction, her artistic direction is always top-notch, right? Like, when she she commits to all these ideas and she does it, like, at a very high level, uh, and she's, like, not afraid to, like, you know, like really go at some genres that she's not really like you know been really good at or whatever so you know much kudos there's uh a pitchfork review i think that is also a pretty good read if you want to like get into like there's it, it does talk about a lot of the references that we didn't mention you know Nile rogers uh stuff like that um there are some like daft Punk sounding uh i mean which i think it was you said move i think move sounds like uh i think one of some of the tracks sound like disco not move right it's not uh, move
0: not move it's uh move, move is the afro breed one moves got like that i think it's has like, i think maybe
1: plastic off the sofa
0: um no. yeah um i want to say some of the sounds on america has a problem um and and heated as well i would say in plastic off sofa yeah i think those are the ones that have it no it, no it's alien superstar sorry alien superstar is the one that has the daft punk sounds <laughs>
1: Oh Alien, oh my god, Alien Supers. I I completely like I that's it's it's a disservice to the track. That track is incredible. I, I love that track so much. It's it's just it's just I don't even like it's just good. So go listen. If you haven't listened to this album, uh I would suggest you listen to this album. If you have the speaker system, trust me. And just just put it on the speaker system. Don't do put that. This is one of those uh, like usually usually with good albums I'm like put on the good headphones. But this is the sort of the albums that I put on put on.
0: The- Honestly, if you have a car, bump it in the whip. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you feel yeah, yeah, put put it put it in the car. Yeah, it's a car. It's 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 good and play it in to the speakers. So that is Beyoncé's Renaissance, an incredible one of definitely one of my albums of the year for sure 2022 looking good on the musical front.
0: Uh Let's talk about some. Uh, some. Speaking about renaissances, we have a legal renaissance over at Bungie. <laughs> no, no, that's, um, I don't know about
1: that, segment, but okay, let's go with it. Uh, th- this heat is really driving us nuts. Um, so, co- community managers of any video game are legitimately braver than the troops,
0: are treated like shit. <laughs> They're just
1: <laughs> yeah, are braver than the troops. Uh, like, honest to God, shout out. To community managers, uh, all over because y'all be dealing with some real nonsense, like just terrible behavior, just abs- absolutely trash behavior from gamers, ch- hashtag, uh, like capital G gamers everywhere. Like it's, it's real bad. So, uh, Bungie, uh, sues a Destiny 2 streamer, uh, who allegedly, uh, cheats already bad enough, you know, cheats in the game, use hacks, I guess. Um, uh, and. Harasses employees and y'all just like harasses employees. The player was banned thirteen times and threatened to burn down Bungie HQ. Bro, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say to that. Like that's like, how do you get to a point where you're like that, like that? Like I, I I don't. Like sometimes I'm just like, look at this. I'm just like, how do you? What is your thought process? Like how do you get to a point where you're sending harassment? threats death threats to a game studio like i i i don't i don't even know so bungee has uh filed a lawsuit um a uh, luca leon of los angeles is the person uh supposedly uh i i don't even like i hope something comes out of this like i, I don't i don't even know what will happen like what 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 is the expected legal like like is there a thing for this and like is what a, what part of this is illegal i think the sending the death threat is the illegal part right
0: it's not illegal. No, but they're not suing on criminal charges they're, this is a civil case so but how they're suing this for is for copyright violations by using cheat software to go across the um terms of service because it's i i don't i guess i don't know why they are going that i'm not a lawyer right so of course we need to hedge that very very largely here but i am curious as to why they are are pursuing this from a
1: civil perspective. Civil
0: perspective and not a criminal one. I guess maybe it's a lot harder yeah, to harder. prove yeah. criminal yeah. intent yeah. Mm-hmm. if there's no harm done. It's like, you know, just duress. He's right now he's just been threatening to do something right, but he hasn't actually done anything. So because of that, I guess because there's not like any actual violent act occurred, maybe it's harder to prove criminal, you know, like a criminal case. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh it is uh, Dylan gaffner who's the destiny two uh community manager uh took took some took have to take time off from uh from from his work as a community manager to deal with the like like the threats basically like to deal with like the harassment just not just not towards him but also his family and right? like it's this is one of those things where you're just kind like like it's it's just terrible uh so not just bungie but also minecraft in the world of minecraft uh there's been some recent uh i would say quote unquote controversy i don't know if this is i I, like i don't think i mean is the global new global chat moderation system i don't know if you've heard about this uh this is like the news that minecraft is going to be adding this new system where minecraft mojang rather. oh wait
0: oh that they're they're getting de- no i thought we were talking about the i thought you're talking about the other thing where they said fuck nfts and crypto bros went at community managers or death threats
1: oh okay yeah i mean i was getting to that part like i was I, I didn't even
0: oh i i was like i was like wait a minute which which one are we talking about with minecraft uh, there, there was multiple minecraft things i forgot
1: about the nft thing actually i forgot about the nft thing so yes so two like cube things happen in Related to Mojang and Minecraft in recent sort of the recent, so that's why they're sort of in the in the news is that they announced a global chat moderation system, which could lead to player bats that apply even on private servers, uh, which is which has been controversial to say the least. Like it has been, people have not been happy about that. People have,
0: Oh, and you get the VR chat stuff too, right? Where they did some things and people are freaking yeah, out. Yeah, mods. On, they, on, they introduced yeah. easy
1: anti-cheat into into VR chat, and that has caused. Uh basically all the all the mods that existed for VRChat, which included accessibility mods and like all kinds of like player rigging stuff that custom rigging for, for characters and to just just stopped working because of the anti-cheap. And that is yeah, that is a separate
0: issue. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I just saw the worst take on Twitter and I need to go off about it. So someone responded to a Destiny developer talking about the abuse, saying, I'm anti-abuse, obviously, but I think there's a direct graph showing the rise of abuse cases against developers and the overall lower quality of video games developers put out now. It, it, yeah, I saw a take
1: like that on the Technica comments as well. Like, it's got heavily downvoted. Everybody was clowning on the person. Like, if this is not an uncommon mentality, unfortunately, unfortunately, people think that, like, video games quality is 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 a thing that justifies harassing community managers who have zero like zero power over the direction of the business decisions of a video game company like i i don't even like it's a thing people think this i i that's what i'm saying like i don't I don't understand the mentality of some people. Like, uh, what is what is the thought process between harassing a community manager who has no power over the business decisions, like the microtransactions stuff like that? The community manager is not making those decisions. they there,
0: it, it is. Listen, did you know that if you tweet at at if you tweet at a McDonald's employee that they fucking suck, that they are that that you are actively helping the cause for McDonald's employees to get paid more? Why did did you know? No, I'm just kidding. That's actually not how anything works, because uh, people are fucking ignorant and don't understand how creator projects work. or don't understand anything works, really. Or
1: uh, uh, people don't understand how power
0: structures work. Like I feel like there's a. Di- t- <laughs> which is fucking weird because these people on twitter probably just work at like retail stores like with no with no degradation no, towards I, that kind mean, of work. Really but it. most of these people work the kind of jobs where they're getting shit thrown at them all day and then for somehow when they like get off of work right and go home and play call of duty or whatever they that part of their brain seemingly turns off and and suddenly they can yell at devs about it yeah like it's, it's like it's, i i don't i don't understand because the the lines of I'm assuming that most the gamers TM on Twitter, they're probably low paid workers. I don't mean that once again, negatively, just the world we live in, you know, majority of time, most people are probably low paid, you know, workers or whatever. That's just so, and it's like you, you work a job where you're most likely going to get shit from some person, even though you don't deserve it, of course, but you're probably going to get shit thrown at you. And then somehow with your video games that turns off and it's like, Oh no, it's the game journalists and the developers going collating against us or some shit. Like that's how how do you how do you deal with those two realities, right? It just does not make sense to me.
1: I yeah, the cognitive dissonance there, it's just I, I don't understand. That's what I'm that's what I keep saying, like I just don't understand the thought process because to to really like get like you have to be cognitively dissonant in a way that I just don't I just don't get. Uh so it is a thing and there was an article on Ars Technica about Community managers from Destiny, uh, Gaffner, and and also uh, what uh, also like you know like uh, Mojang Mesh, who's uh, who's the relatively new community manager at Mojang, like getting like just like just like he, like he says like there's been some folks like following Mojang employees around here on Reddit responding to unrelated posts from there and commenting about the the, the new moderation system, like, please understand that this behavior does not encourage employees to reach out to the community, nor will it bring about the change you're wanting. Uh, So that's the thing, right? People and this is why, like, increasingly developers just don't, just don't interact with the community because why would you? Like, if the community is going to react in this way, right, like, like why would you re- why would he would you communicate like increasingly this this has been the case that developers just don't they just don't they don't they just don't which is not good like it's it's it, uh, having a a productive discussion between the company making the video game and the people who play the video game, especially for something like a live service video game like Destiny v two or or minecraft or whatever like it, to have that sort of discussion is good and to have it be sort of marred by this sort of toxic behavior is, is just it's it's just sad it just sucks uh i don't i don't know what else is what else there is to say about that this, this is not a new problem this is this is just unfortunately being a problem that's getting worse it's just been gotten kind of worse over the years uh so you know
0: but in the, the the weird part about it too is even if you say push more legal action it's that's a that's a that's because a, the uh, us government right yeah. <laughs> in general right it's it's a i don't want to bring up slippery slope policies here but i it's like, do we really want laws also against it? Because I think um some other Asian countries have like these sort of defamation laws, right? Or internet abuse laws where you can actually get fined for this kind of behavior. But it's like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I trust the US government with that. So it's like weird, right? It's like weird, like what are we putting it up to just them being banned with no other consequences? Like how
1: Yeah. yeah. It is. The
0: consequences,
1: there is it feels like there is not like a really a good Set of consequences that you can really le- levy on people who do this right now, because uh, like
0: you shouldn't jail the shitheads, right? Like as much as they I, I don't think should fuck the, off, jailed, like yeah. I don't think you should jail the shitheads yeah, the, who I are saying they, the gamer word on Twitter. No,
1: no, I don't. I don't think that works. I don't think that actually does anything. Could like actually to actually, you know, help somebody deal with the problem? Like if like out of and of there,
0: course it could be abused, right? Yes,
1: there is. It's just like, there, it's, there's no good solution to the problem. So it's people, video game companies are just like hoping that they ban enough of these fuckers to keep the problem, uh, minimal. Like it's just, it's just like a sort of, like, like it's just not a solvable problem right now. That's the, that's the situation. So, uh, let's talk about some good video games stuff. Um, there was, uh, there, I mean, there is still, it is Sunday. So Evo. Uh, evolution uh as it's, as it's, come, it's, it's the full title uh, evo is uh the evolution championship sh- series uh fighting games uh fighting game tournaments uh one of the like it's it's the world's biggest fighting game tournament um and it has been happening this past weekend so yet today it's gonna happen today yes it was happening yesterday and on friday um and i since Overwatch League is on break uh, right now, it won't be back till next week. So I, I was like, you know, I need something to sort of, you know, get the esports uh, vibes in. So I was like, cool, I'll watch. I, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really into fighting games, uh, but it's fun to watch esports just in general, even if you're not really into the game. So, like, and I, I've been watching EVO over the past week, uh, and it has been wonderful. It has been a fantastic time. It's been. I don't really understand what's going on in the games to be like specific, but like I'm just enjoying the commentators. The sort of the, the the energy of a live event of a live esports event are uh, as always like something special. Honestly, especially with Evo with with fighting games, uh, it's really like something else to have that sort of energy. In uh, it's been happening in Las Vegas this year, uh, 2022. It, it is happening in person. Uh, with everybody to to be fair, it is, I should mention everybody has to be masked and a robust uh, vaccine policy as well. So you know they're not they're, they're taking some risk there, but you know they're, they're taking it well within. Chosa, um, I I don't know if you are into any fighting. Like, have you do you, have you ever played fighting games? Killer Instinct, right? Killer Killer Instinct was the last time I heard you talk about a fighting. Is that is that my correct?
0: I mean I played Street Fighter on my brother's Super Nintendo when I was a kid. I but like so like the fighting game community, it's sort of um it's one that I appreciate for well, I have Smash Brothers, obviously. I play I play everyone's played Smash Brothers. I have Smash Brothers, so there's that. Um on my new Nintendo 3DS. Uh but that joke will never get old, and I feel like as time goes on, the less and less people understand why that's funny. But um, I my experience of fighting games is one of appreciation, but not really something I'm into myself. Um, it's just it's not a genre for me. But I understand why people like it, and I appreciate the the community that exists around there. Especially that fighting games has a very like I mean, there's predator drama and that stuff that has happened in the past. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big community, but there's but always there totally is like, like it. a it is probably one of the more uplifting communities for people of color. Yes, right? absolutely, and, and, and 100%, black gamers. 100%, 100%, 100%. So that that's something I've always appreciated about it.
1: Yeah, 100%. I, that's what I've been, I've been really happy to see, like this, because Evolution is the biggest tournament, uh, fighting game tournament that the FGC has is that the people from all over come, you see people from Japan, you see people from Chile, right? You see people from like Taiwan, like you see people, like it's international tournaments. So you get people from all over coming together to play, like play these, play these tournaments, right? And it is just like good vibes. Lots of, as you mentioned, lots of people of color. You know, uh, shout out to shout out to Sonic Fox, the the non-binary fo- furry uh, best Skull Skull Girl player in the world. Skullgirls is a game that is apparently now ten years old, which means I feel extremely old. Like I remember, you turned to dust. I, I just, turn just turned to dust. dust. Right I, I was like, they were doing the intro video of Skullgirls. And they were like, this is ten year. Anniversary of Skullgirls, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm like, ex- what? Wait, really? Like, it's been ten years. And
0: Skullgirls came out the same year that the skydive of Google Glass happened at Google I/O. Oh my
1: god, that was so long! Actually, I remember I don't that. that accurate i I remember, sure sky did... dive. I remember the skydive i remember that i know i know what you're talking about i know some people in the audience will also know what we're talking about but that's was like a long time ago. oh yeah no it came out in
0: uh 2012 2013 i think it's 2013
1: i think it it was out, 2013.
0: When did it... oh my god it came out in 2012 oh my god it's 10 years ago yeah it's 10 years old oh lord yeah so
1: sis um, i think i i as far as i know skull this is the first time Skullgirls has been one of the main games uh, which is wild for a game that has been out for ten years to like not not be at Evo like this. Like it's been wild, but like it is it is there. And uh, Sonny Fox, uh, the top eight happened. It was the first top eight that happened on Friday. And Sonny Fox is the is the world's champion uh, at Skullgirls. It was it was incredible to watch. It's it's a it's 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 I don't know I, like it's a, it's a very complicated game. Like I don't, I don't pretend to understand exactly what's going on in the game but it's a cool looking game nonetheless it has it has cat girls as characters so you know I, I can't can't say no shit about scott girls um so personally like i would say as an esports thing i'm definitely like i, I try to get into like halo esports like acs right like you know that it's fine
0: but microsoft just fumbles it microsoft does a terrible I, job
1: I don't know if Microsoft fumbled it or I just, I'm just not really into Halo Esports as a thing. Like, I don't know if that's the case or if I'm just, I don't know if it's just not vibing. Like, I'm not getting into the energy. But, like, with watching EVO last night, I was, like, watching, like, you know, these top eight tournaments. These top eight tournaments, I suppose. Like, if you're going to watch anything from EVO, I would suggest watching the top eights where the matches are really, really, really fucking, like, pick, like really pixel frame difference when with people winning or losing like it's it's real close matches and those are the matches where i'm just like watching these even though i don't really understand all the the mechanics the 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 tactics the the set plays like but still the commentators and like it's just such a good good energy i think that's i think the reason
0: well I, i think fighting games are approachable right you can tell like when a game is good like you can i feel like just because of their design it's easier than say, we'll compare to Overwatch. Overwatch is a game that is difficult to get into if you're watching it for the first time. It's very confusing because of how many moving parts there are. What's fighting games? You got two people on a match it, it, and they're hitting each other, right? And like there's a health bar. Or in Smash Brothers, you're getting thrown off the stage. Like there's, it's a pretty simple objective. And even if you don't know the intricacies of it, you can still follow along with the gameplay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can still follow along with the game. That's one of the things I've been appreciating is that. You know, especially with games that are even simpler to simpler to like visually understand, like Street Fighter, right? Street Fighter, Street Fighter Five, right? Or King of Fighters, like just visually, it's very like two characters on screen. There's health bars, there's like ability bars, you know, like wow, however these games work nowadays. Like it's not that like there's there's a lot of complicated stuff happening with between the players and the players making decisions split second. But you don't need to know all of that to enjoy it, like right, like so. You don't need to understand all of that to really get into, like especially if you have good commentators on the on the stream, and they're, and they're like talking about it and talking about the, what's going on, and it, it, it's it's just fun. It's great. It's just a uh, very enjoyable to watch as a thing. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the top eights that are going to be happening today. So I'm 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 glad to have been have, have watched Evo. I didn't even know it was going to happen this weekend. Thankfully, because of the Ars Technica article, uh, I know, I know. So it's, it's been good. Um, I think that's, I don't think anything, I, I don't think you have any further comments about Evo. Uh, you, I think the only thing I would say, it's, it's a wholly more diverse scene than, uh, than Overwatch, unfortunately, uh, is, has been for five years. So,
0: yeah, that, that's, uh, Paramount Plus, make a, may make a new season of players, but it's about Evo. Oh, instead.
1: bro players I, I i i know you you didn't you didn't get into players
0: right you you were, i watched one episode and said i'm out it's it was <laughs> bad it's not i i feel like for you me. need a
1: certain kind of mentality to really enjoy that show and um so players you gotta be down bad with esports to yeah get you gotta players. be like you gotta be me basically like esports trash like me to really enjoy it. uh like it's just t- top to bottom just esports bullshit uh and Players uh is a by the way, is a Paramount Show, uh came out this year. It just actually end the season ended. And the and so the sort of the way they ended, I'm, it seems like there's gonna be a second season. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the second season. I'm, I'm wondering where the plot's gonna go. Uh I would love more shows about esports, bro. Like I love that shit. Like give me give, give me this. There was also a Netflix anime uh a while back. I, don't know, I think a couple years back, High Score Girl. I don't know if you've watched this. I don't know if you know about
0: this. I've watched High Score Girl. High Score Girl is fantastic. Yeah, High Score
1: Girl is a show actually about fighting games. Uh, it is very much into the history of fighting games like Street Fighter and like other other fighting games, right? So if you are a fighting game nerd, like y- 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 you should watch High Score Girl if you haven't already. Uh, it's on Netflix. So that is, that is Evo. Uh, and I also bought Mar- Mar- Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. We'll see how much I actually play it. Mortal Kombat is one of the first fighting games that I remember playing as a kid, like a pirated version. I don't even know which version it was of Mortal Kombat. So, you know, we should see. Uh, let's talk about one last thing before we wrap up. Uh, Google uh, Google Pixel 6a. Um, what, what is there to say about this phone? It's
0: a mid-range phone. The default cheap option, I would say. Well, not cheap, sorry. It's four hundred forty fifty isn't cheap. But I would say it's the default mid-range phone you should get. For the reason of that, Google is doing an Apple here. And I think they're actually doing it better than Apple. This is a parts bin phone, but they're using good parts. So for example, using a Tensor chip, the same high-end chip, right? Not a lower clocked or bin version. The exact same as the Google 6 and 6 Pro. So we know the performance is good. And they are also using not the newest camera, but they're using the camera from the Pixel 3 series, right? The 4 and the 5. Which is still a quality camera and better than what you'll get for this price with other comparable phones. And The Verge review says that it having a sixty hertz refresh rate is a knock, but whatever, that's fine. That's I okay. That's I, that's can I can I,
1: can I can I like talk about that for a second? Like that's like one of my yeah, pet talk peeves. your shit. Go uh, off. One of my pet peeves with sort of like mainstream tech reviewers, uh, like not not mainstream. I'd say like tech tech reviews, like The Verge or or sites like The Verge. Is that they're, they're like 60 hertz is, is bad. Like, I'm not, this is, it's not like for who who is it bad for? Like, for the, who is buying this phone and who is 60 hertz gonna be bad for? Like, it's not, it's not bad. It's fine. Like, 60
0: hertz is perfectly fine for 99. Like, I'll be honest with you. So, my my desktop here, right, is a 144 hertz panel. The one I use for the Xbox, right? The Xbox one only at 120, but the Mac mini will run at 144, obviously, because Mac OS just supports those refresh rates. My work computer, which is sitting right next to me, is sixty. is a 60 hertz iMac. Do I really notice the difference? Like, may, like I, I guess. Honestly, I notice more of a difference when I have my mouse wired versus wireless. I notice more of a <laughs> responsive difference between having it wired versus wireless than I do versus the refresh rate.
1: I, I think the only time you're going to notice refresh rate between 60 and 144 is you have the monitors side by side and you move your mouse cursor between them
0: and you that's something. and even then it's like it's not that noticeable to me like i don't know i just don't yeah, it's not see that it. big of a deal it's its
1: really not like you yeah,
0: yeah. for gaming it's different it's like playing halo at 120 fps is a way better experience but for general usage like i don't that's know that's what,
1: especially for for a phone like i know i can for a mid-range device like 60 hertz is like it's not it's not a downside. It's just it just
0: it's where it saves battery life. Oh, you, you know you know it sucks too, man. This one only got no wireless charging, bro. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> I I I, 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 you... I I okay. Look, wireless charging is one of those things to me where I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool technology. You know, I, it's yeah, I get it. But also, it's like I don't care. Like it's if it does. if, if a phone doesn't have wireless charging. I'm not gonna be mad about it. Like it's whatever, like bro. Like it's I I don't know. Like while it's charging to me it just seems like one of those features, like 60 Hertz. Um no, not 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 always. Like, like it's one of those features that tech reviewers really focus on because tech reviewers review like gazillion phones a year. And so they're always focused on these like newish, like sort of like sort of uh, optional, like high-end features because because phones are like boring now it's so like what else are you going to really talk about so like i i i am just going to say like it's like it's, it's not a big deal that it's a, it's a 60 hertz display it's not a big deal if it has it doesn't have wireless charging those are not it's it's really like 99% of people the, this is that is perfectly fine they, they wouldn't even care like it's, it's it's fine um that the target audience of the phone it's it's not, it doesn't even matter
0: i mean mean, this phone has the things that matters right it has a good a camera a reliable good camera it has good battery life it has a processor that isn't shit and it has a decent oled panel 6.1 inches so like like even the verge they're comparing like oh you know you can get a samsung device with a nicer screen but worse build quality like well no (laughs) like higher refresh rate isn't worth it and that's why i'm saying this is like the phone you'd like the the default mid-range option in that the only complaint I could see is that it does have a worse fingerprint scanner than the Pixel 6, and that actually had a pretty shit fingerprint scanner. So that, I, I, you know, that is not good, but it's like good parts are put into the phone. Yeah, I can, I can recommend this to people, somebody who,
1: like, for the regions that's available, and, like, if somebody's asking me, like, what's a good mid-range Android phone? Like, uh, Google Pixel 6a, like, is, is a pretty
0: also, good Also, it looks good, too. Like, if you look at the Samsung A-lines that compared to it, like, I don't know, that phone. those phones don't look that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this looks fine. Like, this is a, this is a pretty good phone. And, and more importantly, you also get the Pixel software, right? So you do get five years of security updates, three years of OS releases, and you get the Google Assistant stuff that I know a lot of people actually do like. Um, yep. People do like that r c. s support um bell sign here you know just, uh, <laughs> well and this well, does this come with Google meet or Google duo ooh uh, do not do not uh, do not go
1: into that I said this is the summer, no chat up discourse uh i'm, I'm banning chat up discourse for the duration of uh, of the summer uh, we can we can talk about that in september um so yeah, I mean it's it is a it is a good phone. There's nothing to complain about. I, I like one of the things that I like like one of the actual complaints is like the availability. Like what? How many countries is is Google making this one available in? Like is, oh, let's see. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's my question. Like how many, check how many how right many how many countries?
0: Uh, Pixel six a. It is. Let's see what countries is this available in.
1: That's that's always like the problem with like the, especially the A A series.
0: Oh, actually, um, another thing here too. I know I'm going to set you off again. Bro, it only charges at 18 watts.
1: Oh fuck off!
0: Uh, <laughs> oh my god, all the pet fees, the tech reviewer pet fees. Uh, like really, bro? Why do men care about fast charging so much? Men, cis men, please answer this. You, you need to tell me why you care about. I don't think it's a
1: men. I I don't know if it's a man thing or it's just a tech reviewer dude thing. Right? Like it's just a tech reviewer thing. Is the tech reviewers? I'm telling you, this, this, I'm not actually like. I respect all the tech reviewers. Don't get me wrong, I've been reading The Verge, I've been listening to The Vergecast, I've been reading Ars Technica. I have lots of respect for Ron over at Ars Technica. Ron, my favorite uh like dunking on Google Ron. It's great. But like there's a certain like myopia, like certain sort of way of looking at like tech reviewers, like especially phone reviewers nowadays, look at look at the phones where they review it from a perspective that doesn't really make sense to the 99% of people. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a gaming, it's like if you were reviewing a GPU and you're like, this GeForce GPU is better because it has CUDA cores and the AMD one does not. <laughs> um, By the way, the countries is coming to US, Canada, Germany, UK, Ireland, France, Italy, Spain, Japan, Australia, Singapore, Taiwan, and India. So 13 countries. That's
1: pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for us. I think the 5A was only available in Japan and the US, right? So this is actually better. Although no Latin America availability, kind of whack. That's whack, yeah. I I mean, they got India at least, but no Latin America. Like, those are the markets. I feel like, I don't know. Um, So it's better. Google, I don't know if Google makes any money of the Pixel phones. I don't think they do. I don't think they really do. So it's been a, considering the news out of Google recently, uh, Sundar Pichai seems to be in a mood to uh, cut things, cut projects. So who knows if we're going to have a Pixel phone going forward
0: which uh, is sad because the hardware is finally starting to yes, get good it is. That's right the problem. like this is it's, this the is current the Google pixel problem. line like the only I think the biggest thing we can all complain about is that it needs like a better fingerprint scanner yeah, in that's general. It. That's but outside literally that, it. That's that's it's, like, it's fine otherwise. the 6 pro the 6 and, and the 6a like I'm looking at these and also the pixel buds pro which have solved all of the issues of prior pixel buds right they're actually on airpods pro quality level now like I don't I'm looking at these devices and I'm like you know like the only thing is I, Google should make another Chromebook, I think, like a you know like an actual like pixel book, but i I think they're starting to go to a good place here
1: i, I think if they just keep iterating on the pixel the tensor chips and the pixel phones, I think they will still see phones are a long game like they, I mean they they've been they've been floundering for so long that they, it's going to take some time for them to actually catch any market share like it's it's just difficult to catch market share with Samsung and Apple in the market, but it's like if you're going to keep iterating. If you are gonna iterate on hardware, just keep doing the Google Pixel phones
0: and the Tensor chips. Like if they're good, you you know what's the real test, though, right? The real test is gonna be when that Pixel watch comes out later this year. If that's good, I think they stick to it. If that flops, I think they're out. Oh, oh all right, oh boy. I
1: I mean, I hope I hope the Pixel phone stays because, like, if I was gonna go back to Android. Like I don't know if I like if there was no Pixel like phone I don't know if I can go back to Android bro I don't want to use
0: a Samsung bro. Um, Wait, you don't want your uh, Rogers branded Samsung uh, Evo five <laughs> G uh, UW whatever UWB with only two no, no, with yeah. only two megabytes of of data per month. Two megabytes
1: of data. I mean it's bad, but it's not that bad. Um, so yeah, let's let's wrap this up before we start. I start ranting about Canadian telecoms being terrible because they are. Uh so let's 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 wrap this up. Um uh, as always, uh show notes, two shades of brown dot com. You can send us emails, uh contact at two shades of brown uh, dot com. Let us know about you know the the Beyonce album. If you're a fighting game nerd, tell me about tell me about what, what your favorite moment from Evo 2022 was. Uh, let me hear about it. Uh Pixel 6A, I don't know, I don't know if anybody in our audience has a Pixel Six A, if you did. Please let us know. I want to hear want to hear what do you think about it. Uh, you can find me on on Mastodon at Packacat at 10forward.social and on my website, sodicsafe.com. And Chosa, where do people find you? On the internet.
0: You can find me letting my crunchy subscription lapse actually for reals this time online. At shows on Twitter and shows at twitter x y z. Yeah, you know, um, I've uh, you know, I'm not saying love live. I'm finding it off the back of a truck because I would never, of course, of admit course. that uh, publicly yeah. on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. But this anime season is bad. It's bad. Um, it's you know, bad, it's dude. a lot of shows with like touching on slavery as like male fantasies, and I'm out. I I I feel like it is not controversial for me to say I draw the line at slavery in anime, but you know, I'm out. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah, that, that, that's an entire different podcast. Like we, I feel like we could do an entire series of podcasts on all the bad animes you've watched. Like that, that would be a, a, like a separate podcast, all on its own. So you know, that's it. So let's let's say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>